Welcome everybody. Let's go together into the heart center. Deeper than we've ever been. Into the cave of reality and truth. Peace, love, and joy in a way that's firmly established. May we do it in the name of being grateful to all existence. May our search be in the name of peace for all humanity. Blessings for all creatures. Don't be afraid to go where you've never been, for that is only what it is to be alive. For yesterday is gone. Now is the only true existence. Let's journey together. back to our real self disintegrating the ego within the heart and if we are here together it is by grace divine grace that has led us to search that eternal place and all the scriptures and all the books and all the wisdom can only tell us to realize our true selves which is actual divinity and yet only we can do that search within. Whatever storms are arising on each of our oceans, it is all one with the ocean. And yet if we are attached outside the storm and the waves, they can really seem as though they're raging with no end. But yet if we go deep into the heart, it's like the calm at the bottom of the ocean. And it is all one. Are we ready?
ready? Smile and let go. Forget your name. Forget your history. Forget everything you have been conditioned with. Go back into the womb where there was just the feeling I am, existence. Let's go again and search there for the true peace that is before birth, that is there after the body and the mind, which is the ego. have finished their job of forcing the ego, which is the seed that we must each let it disintegrate within the heart and give growth to love and harmony in such a deep way that it will stay forever, affecting all of the existence for each one of us is that we are that divine creation just like the smallest toe is not separated from the body and every blood cell every organ is connected can never be separated Yet each of us is our own beautiful manifestation of this one. And that true inner peace that we all desire, that we're looking for, that is our job. Once we taste that true inner light of the heart, All the questions fall away. All the desiring even for freedom falls away because each one of us right here, right now is already self-realized and free. And it's just the external searching, the external attachments to all the things we thought are going to bring happiness that have only brought temporal relief and then waves of storms that don't get us to the destination. So for the sake of all existence, for the sake of the divine, for the sake of grace, for the sake of peace and love and everything, for all beings, let us go together never been and open up the gates and grace for healing of the world which must begin with our own healing 
vibration within yourself. A whole simple tone to give energy. A creation sound of a new beginning for right now we are all forgiven totally. As we decide to search and be one and be new. to go into a place you've never been exposed to. Just let go into the unknown and be guided. Just let it fall away all the yearnings all the false dreams of thinking what you needed and realize right now that all the challenges, all the heartbreak, all the disappointments are the true blessing that have led you to realize that the only real happiness can be when you are happy just to be just you. real you you do not need to search for you just need to let go of everything you have been conditioned with from birth from society from the institutions from family and friends for even the good things must go for yourself on the journey to find it, to have it be worth anything, to have it be real. And that's why you've been so lost and that's why you've been put through all the pain. That's what the suffering is here in the world, is to push you deep into the heart center until you agree to let that ego, like a seed before it can become a beautiful tree, a flower, a fruit, a plant, needs to totally disintegrate nullification, self-nullification in the ground and then the sprouting begins of the true self. But yet if that seed decides to only stay as the seed, it just will not grow. must trust the ground, trust the rain, trust the sun. We must trust existence, trust the heart, trust the divine grace that is the self that we feel, that acknowledges that we are able to be aware, awake, free, gratefully. Let's give thanks and 
praise to that which is, that which is beyond name, beyond form. Don't be scared. No one knows except those who are in their own heart center, experience what cannot be described. So let's go much deeper than the books, much deeper than all the saints. They're pointing us to go to that place that can't be described.
which is the ultimate truth has no name it's not connected to any race any religion any nation any country any place any time it is above space and time crosses all creed humankind was just born a second ago and all its mistakes in searching for the truth and trying to grasp and put truth into a solid frame not moving creating all the mistakes of only this is the truth only this is right and only this is wrong only here is holy land only they are a holy people all that is fading away into the one true religion of the one truth of the heart which is beyond form beyond place beyond description all of humanity all existence is beautifully flowing and guiding to that place and everything you and I are doing right now of deciding to make that journey deep into the place when none of the waves none of the changes none of the storms will affect our true selves we will just observe it and yet our own awakening is what causes the awakening of all other beings let's taste that light together in our own silence of just letting all thoughts drop all yearning just for a few minutes let's try not to think of anything that was anything that will be anything that we think we need to do just to realize that we are right now all of us completely enraptured with divine grace for being here in the place searching for the heart center that the holiest masters and teachers of all time are guiding this cruise that you and I are all on they are teaching us all from different angles that all the teachings are just asking us pleading with us to just do one thing let that seed disintegrate into the ground let that ego which has purposely created the feeling that somehow this body this name this mind is something separate from the one supreme purposely that search that we will take the ego and push it back into the the heart center 
we will disintegrate that ego that is when the true peace comes but the peace the colors and the the growth and the beauty and the love and the the tears that come from all of our putting disintegrating that seed of the ego no desires no fears it's so colorful it's so alive it's so bright vibrant because we had to go on that journey i know i know the pain i know how much pain there is it's the only way through this suffering we are going to stop all of our attachments of thinking this house is going to be my permanent place this relationship is going to take me to my freedom this meal is the only thing i need this drink this drug but it isn't just need to let everything fall away and let that seed the ego disintegrate into the heart don't be afraid right at this minute you are with all forgiveness all grace all healing the deepest place of love this very moment when all you're yearning for is to surrender not because i'm telling you to believe it or someone else or you read it in a book or someone is telling you only because you are experiencing right now this is true what you're experiencing this desire to let go this desire to be yourself this desire for entering into that place which is beyond description and it keeps getting deeper and deeper and then you realize it's not me that's doing it it is the divine grace itself manifesting through us just do not interfere don't try to interfere it and then enjoy your oneness connection with everything you see it is you everything you see it is you you see the beauty in it and then you understand and then you are silent in every storm you are silent and then there is no fear even at that moment when the body has taken the journey as this manifestation and you're ready for the next manifestation whatever it is beyond anyone's ability to understand that last breath that last tear that last song it's just like waking up this morning how sweet it is to go to sleep in your own silence and when you wake up it's so different because there is the dream state 
where you realize the body is not connected to it. Then there is the deep sleep state where the mind does not reach and it's pure enjoyment in the deep sleep. There's not even the fear of the dreams, the joy of the dreams, the disappointment or the yearning of the dreams. And then you're awake in the awakened state. Not to forget that you are not that body and mind that was sleeping during sleep. What were you during that deep sleep? Why was it so calm? So now in the awake state, using not the ego mind, but using all the grace and the divine inspiration of the soul to look inward, to stay inside. And then we reach the fourth state, the complete state, state of peace. In that state, we know what we need to do, what we don't need to do. And we're divinely guided to whatever it is. close your eyes and just if you're swaying if you feel your soul like the candle swaying inside you you feel your soul alive again this spiritual awakening is healing all of your internal organs all of our bodily ailments are just revealing the ailments of the soul. When we go to heal the soul, we are healing the physical body. Close your eyes and I'm going to just play a little bit and just feel the isness. Just feel I am that I am, which is the deep, deepest explanation of what that God figure is, which is not the big man in the sky. Even though people use the expression, of course, no one thinks there's a big man in the sky. Because you know, the Russian astronaut that first reached the moon and the American astronaut that first reached the moon. They both were right. From the awe of the stars and the galaxy, the view from the moon, the conditioned American astronaut 
quoted in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. It was his testimony to the reality of God. Not from a perspective that you're something you're going to see a man or a figure or a floating ghost or some physical being, but just the existence, the perspective of the unendingness of this universe and beyond so moving that the soul understands what scripture is trying to guide us to even though scripture is just a small pointer for each of us and the truth is way beyond any book, any letter and the Russian astronaut from the moon, he says, well, you see, there is no God. I see no man with the beard, no old man up here above the clouds. And that was his conditioned mind from a distorted communist view that where there was always the deepest evils and lies always have a good amount of truth within them that make them so dangerous and so there is basis to the fact that religion is the drug of the masses the opium of the masses and all the communists did was they switched it around instead of letting scripture and religion be the opium of the masses they said we don't want the masses to have any time to think or to ask questions because they're just going to serve the state and how will we have them as our foot soldiers if they're questioning that all is one what is it about we just want them to work to build the state to be foot soldiers and so that conditioned astronaut he was also right there was no old man in the sky with a beard for who ever thought that would be something connected to God. God is beyond explanation. God is the heart center. God is you. God is me. God is water. God is the trees. God is... It's a word. We just need to be concerned about reality and truth and that means each one of us has to reveal it to ourselves well how many roads has the man walked down before they call him a man How many seas must a white dove sail Years before she lays in the sand And how many times must the cannon Oh, they have a band.
answer is blowing in the wind. Blowing in the I'm feeling I'm feeling so free I'm feeling like hey Bob what's up how's things in Ohio praise to that which has brought us together praise to those who have created the technology that can spread hatred and fear why not us spread love and joy that is the challenge for when the world was created, the mystical tradition says that the angels complained to the supreme being that you're going to create gods. Humans were gods. We're in God's image. We have to understand the responsibility, the beauty of having free choice. Even though some, some traditions try to say that there is no free choice, it doesn't matter because if there is a divine plan that's already written, because you and I do not know. You don't know what the divine plan is. So that means that we have total free will. And if it's executed or not, then the divine has that control. But we don't know what is, we just have to do what is in our part. We do our part and the rest, we make the vessel for the blessing, whether what happens or not. That's not in our control, but thank God that we're able to take and transform this same 
concept of this technology that can also be used in so many ways to spread lies, to spread division, and and um, hey, Deborah, so good to see everybody. I know you got a lot of snow, and we're using this today. We're transforming it. We're using this blessing of making the world small. You see how many things are falling by the wayside. Mike, thank you for helping us find each other. So much of you just giving so much blessing to the world of agreeing to have this open discussion. This isn't an argument. Laser Lloyd knows nothing more or nothing that anyone hasn't taught me here. And I don't want anyone to listen to anything I say except to make your own journey into letting go of some of the closed vision, closed-minded vision that had kept religion that had kept women down for so long and still in many ways keeps women so down to where they really can you think about imagine how far we have to go and how we have to learn from science which science is always hypothetical and science is always revamping saying today the theory is this and even Einstein in his own time changed his theory and science is always saying, well, we thought this yesterday, but today we're understanding new. And the religion has to learn from that and the philosophies have to learn that there's things that maybe there are eternal truths, but then there are other things that are just peels covering the fruit that were conventions of the time that were humanity at its most primitive, smallest way that, and so... You know, could you imagine there's no woman pope? There's no, you know, you know, the Buddha was, you know, as advanced. And thank God the Buddha threw all the religions of his time and said, you all have got it wrong. All your arguing of what was, what will be. And let's just focus on how to experience the truth of being in the moment and seeing reality. But at the same time, he was also influenced and so even though his stepmother he made into a saint, he also felt it was a destruction. And so we were, we're advancing, and you know, and can you believe at one time the church, even down south, was a supporter of slavery, and you could have preachers explaining, justifying, it's even in the Old Testament, in the Bible, it's, you know, one caste, a bunch of the other, and you have the one religion saying, we're the chosen people, there is nothing, that, that, is, that all needs to be reformed. And it all means to be exposed. And we need to question everything to get to the truth. Ask yourself, if what am, I'm thinking today, maybe I'm one of those people that, if you're a real thinking you're doing the world great by sticking hard to the religion that your family taught you and your institution taught you and you keep doing it, maybe there's good things there, but maybe also you're the one that's saying women shouldn't vote. Well, black people should still be enslaved. Maybe you're. Maybe that's what you're. Maybe you're ISIS and you don't know. See, maybe you don't know. So I'm saying maybe Laser Lloyd is ISIS and we don't know. So I'm saying don't go by Laser Lloyd, but don't go from all your conditioning. Break totally into the new, into the freedom. Go into it. Don't be afraid to change. Maybe what you're going to come back to is exactly where you are, but you're perspective of it you will see it in such a different way i want to tell you a story a true story um that was related to me recently by a friend of mine from eastern tennessee 
there was a special preacher that people would come to see in, in Eastern Tennessee. Cheers. Little church out in Appalachia. And after the, the, the Sunday sermon, yes, Mike, that's the deepest secret. That all of our deepest teachers are the nature the beauty, the peace, and the quiet of what, what what is really untainted by man's trying to create God. Let's go back to man understanding the godliness within man from God's perspective, from the Creator's perspective. And so open up your hearts to this teacher. This story my friend told me, and I really love this particular person because they are from East Tennessee, and they love it, but they also like to say, man, people are so back-ass, closed-minded over here, it makes me nuts. <laughs> but you know what? Each place has its own. Even people in Seattle and New York City and Chicago, they think they're advanced. It's the same old thing. They're just they're just brainwashed in their own loop. Of their, They're also in their own loop with not having real true ability to seek things out of what their comfort zone is we're generalizing some people do some people don't so anyway open your hearts to this story so my friends said they were at the church and after the sermon some of the friends you know picture hard-working farmer a guy from the grocery store policeman whoever it might be they're sitting together outside one says see i you know I knew it. Did you hear what he said? The main thing is prayer. I told you. I always knew that the main thing was prayer. And the other guy says, Oh yeah, I loved it. Did you see? I I I did you hear the way he was I, I did you hear what he said? The main thing is good deeds, works. That without the works, faith won't help you. And the other guy said, I heard him say that faith was the main thing. And then another person says, You see. Didn't you hear? He said it was all about love. Love is the main thing. And then another person standing there says, what? He didn't say love. I heard him said that, you know, we got to be careful of the people who are, you know, non-believers are the reason that there's so much, you know, problems in the world. I told you that the main thing is we got to fight those non-believers. And another person said, what? I heard you said that all, he said all is one within the the one, that it was all given, that they're all, there is no tree that needs to be branched, that needs to be grafted into anything, that it is every human that is alive, every creature is being, is already blessed in the one divinity, it is all one, didn't you hear that? And so they were started arguing. One says, no, it's all just faith. No one is just prayer. No one is just about good deeds. One says, no, didn't you hear? You got to keep away from the evildoers. One said, no, there is no evil. Well, and so they said, wait, the preacher's about to get into his car. And they go to the preacher. And they say, please, please explain to us. We all, everyone's arguing here what they heard. What did you really say? And he explained to them, in different contexts, I said all of those things, but you, each of you, are only wanting to hear what you're coming to the table 
wanting to hear. I'm explaining to you it's the whole story and beyond everything that you have all said, but I am giving you a multivitamin. I do not know each of your diseases. I don't know which each medicine each person needs. So don't tell the world only this is the truth, only this is the answer. Don't say that. It's like people say, said, you know, some person says, oh, you know, chemotherapy saved my mother. So the next time a person has a cold or a virus or, or, or you know, has a has a ear infection, you don't, she, she, she's suggesting to people in the town to give them chemotherapy. She'll be killing people. <laughs> you know, so, so so we have to know. So the preacher said, don't, don't do like that. I'm, I'm giving you pieces of the, the scriptures do not know the situation that you're in they do not know the person they're giving different pieces of advice that you must yourself search out but don't just get stuck on the one thing don't just get the one thing you want to hear that it's all only about faith because you don't want to have to fix your deeds he told the one guy about faith he said, you don't want to fix your deeds, so you're hoping it's about faith, so you don't have to go searching your heart to fix yourself. Where actually it's written that without proper works, we will not acknowledge even those of faith. And then he told the person who was just, you know, just saying, keep away from the evildoers. He said, you're, you're not looking for truth. You're just looking for fractionalism. You're just looking for division. You're just looking for the reason that the 12 tribes became two tribes. You're just looking for the reason that Sunnis and Shiites. You're just looking for the reason why there's Catholics and Baptists. He says, forget all about that. And he was very well loved amongst the people, but this particular preacher was very not liked by the establishment. But he didn't care. He didn't go about the establishment. He didn't get involved with the establishment because he understood that the institution is not something to fight. That the evil has the control of the institution. He gave a great uh, metaphor once. He said, there was this holy, supposedly holy teacher who had so many students in this one region of the world but he really wasn't so holy. He was kind of just a little bit smarter. And then came this real holy person. This, this holy beggar was going around and he started people hearing. And, and this holy person actually dressed up one time incognito and heard the stories and the teachings that this person was, was saying. And he said, wow, this guy is really so much holier than me. Oh my gosh. So he came back and one of his bodyguards, one of his followers said, wow, what are we going to do about this new holy beggar? Every, if everyone hears about him, look at how many people are around him already. You're going to lose all of your strength. You're going to lose all your power. You're gonna, people aren't going to listen to you anymore. He said, don't worry. You see all those people around him? Those are my people. I, I told them to go sit around him so no one else will be able to get close. That's what the institutions are. That's what the churches and synagogues and mosques are. Now, I'm not saying they don't do any good things, 
But really, we should have no symbols. We should have no holidays. We should have no churches, no temples, no synagogues, no holy pilgrimages, no external signs, no painting of the heads. No, it should all be in the heart all the time. It's constantly a holiday, constantly a celebration, constantly a growing experience deeper wherever you are. That is the holiest place. Wherever you are, that is the revelation that needs to happen now. Wherever you are, in the middle of your workplace, doing the dishes, wherever it is, if you are totally there, that is the holy pilgrimage. That is the holiday. That is what needs to be celebrated and planted on your heart. Wherever you go, that is the birthplace of the new day. That is the birthplace of redemption. That is the birthplace. Now, is Laser Lloyd and should you and I go, go out fighting burn down the temples, burn down all these holidays, burn down all these things that are all caught up with so many external things that are, it's like we said, this holy man who wasn't so holy sent all his people covering up the real holiness. All of the books inside the church, inside the temple, inside the mosque, there is a spark of holiness, but it's all covered over with peels. It's all covered over because that's the dynamic of the world. That's the ego that we have to deal with and we have to put it back into the heart center. Don't go into the darkness, fighting darkness. I'm going to fight those people. I'm going to fight the state, the deep state. I'm going to fight the, 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 the Vatican. No, you're going to spread light and love within your own heart that wherever you go, wherever you go, that place is going to become holy. Whoever you meet, that will be, that perfume is going to be going on to people. It, do it slowly. Well, you know, I keep, have had many holy masters over, thank God, my, uh, my long spiritual search. And it's not that one is better than the other. One was for a time in life that I needed, and then there's something I'm always yearning for the next. And thank God, sometimes it takes a few years, sometimes it takes a few days. I'm always saying, Master, Master, show me the new light. Show me that new light I need. And so, this is the next story I really love. There was a holy, holy master. Someone I only expose people if they ask me rightly privately, if they tell me their history, if they tell me what they're looking for. I can give some things that have worked for me. I don't say that the vitamins that work for me are going to be the vitamins that work for you. The multivitamin that works for all of us is learning to quiet the thoughts, to search in the silence, of what is the root of all those egotistical wanderings that are breaking my peace, breaking my calm. We have to take time in the morning, in the night. We have to slowly, it's a slow process depending on 
how much you are into those desires. It takes a while. Don't, but as soon as you decide you want that freedom, you are right here free. But you're going to have a relapse of tomorrow. You just can't help it. You know that that certain food or that certain action or that certain desire is bad for you. And you might not be able to withstand it today. But a month from now, a year from now, you're going to see that even when those waves of the ocean and the storm and the lightning and the thunder and the rain are pounding at the surface, you are deep in the ocean. But don't look for quick fixes. There are no quick fixes. Even when they say the search is over and right here, right now, you are completely whole. That is true. You can taste it. To be established there is a different story. So don't be upset with yourself. But enjoy the journey. It don't get a down on yourself, even if you've fallen today. Lasers, lasers falling a few times every day. But how beautiful it is, lasers deep in the ocean. And yes, once in a while, there's something on the surface that come up. Oh, and it's a reminder. Okay, laser. You don't forget, laser. Okay, go back into that. That's where you have to sit. That's the one truth where we all have to be. Um, so... this new light that I'm always asking to be guided to if you really want to get the right teacher. Hey, Thomas, brother. I'm with you, bro. We're going to make it. Everyone I know is going through so many, so many challenges, and yet we all know that there's no, no challenge I think is painful. It's even more painful than People close to us who have some type of terminal illness or disease, it's, it's so painful to have someone close to you in addiction or someone who is suicidal or an addiction that we know is the same thing as suicide. It's, it possibly could kill the person. And so I'm just sending out a lot of love for all those people who are battling that to understand what we're able to do, but to understand what's in our hands what's not to give the love without judgment while at the same time we can't sink with the ship and uh, just holding your hands I know you're holding mine so anyway this holy teacher that I've been exposed to which is my favorite teacher of all time he was there's videos of him and books and wow I just first time I just saw his face on the video, I really broke down crying. Something happened so deep inside me. Um, so anyway, the story is someone came. This was an extremely humble individual. That some person came to write a biography about him and asked him to check it to give his approval. Now we're talking 70 years ago, at least. And so this saint, he took the book. He read it, and, um, hey, Larry, hi to everybody. Hey, Matt, yes, we're learning something from every single person, Matt says, and down near Cherry Hill, New Jersey, we meet in life. If we just open our eyes and heart, that's it. We got to listen. I'm so happy I got to speak to my new friend, Matt, the last few weeks, and so many more of you that are teaching me or my teachers and guides, and, um, 
So anyway, this this holy saint, there were so many mistakes in the biography. He was never married. He didn't have any children. And in the biography, it said he was married with four children and all these other obvious mistakes. But the saint, he only corrected spelling mistakes. And so he he signed off on the book and the book went to the printer. And the printer who knows this saint, he called the office of the saint. You know, there he had, you know, like a little office and wherever... He didn't really have an institution. He had like a little field with a few houses with some students. And the secretary comes and said, "Hey, wh- why did you, why did you give the approval for this biography to be printed? It's all wrong, and you read it. You signed off on it." He said, "Well, the truth is, that guy probably needs some money to print the biography. Is is am I more important than him?" And and he says, "Anyway." Who knows me anyway? I don't know me. Do you think people who think they know, they also don't know. And I also don't know. It was such a moving story of humility. And, um, you know, let those things move us. But at the same time, no matter how much we watch things and read things, the difference between those who make it and those who don't it's those who take their knowing and they implement the plan. We have to do the doing part. I know people that they read books night and day on spirituality. They can explain to you every religion on the planet. <laughs> hey, hey, Mike, you fill me up for years when I just see your name there. Hi, Valerie. Everyone's sending their love here. I know everyone's sending love to everyone, all of existence, to have a new, true, a true light. That is all, you don't have to go and write out a whole plan for a new religion. You just have to make that new light within yourself today. We don't have to argue with anyone else because the real truth, once you experience it, taste that light, you don't, you can't, it's not only that you don't have to explain it, you can explain it. You could just give some some type of the best is with the music. Let's play some more music. And just to finish up the idea, um, what was the last point? I lost myself. Well, it's so good to be lost. Someone reminded me I was on the tip of just saying, wanted to say a few words about this last thought. <laughs> laser, see, so good, laser. You should get, you got lost. Anyway, I'm blessed. Oh, so the implementation. I know people that they can re- explain all the types of meditation and yogas and everything about the major principles of Islam and they know the Talmud and they know, but you, they, it's all in the mind. And I see they're not settled. They're not, they're, they're, they don't have that inner connection because they didn't do any implementation. It's just a whole overload of knowledge. And no knowledge is going to get you to the truth except self-knowledge. And for self-knowledge, you have to sit and bathe in your own silence.
song goes out to all those who feel that they are. Hey, my holy brother Tony. Soon we'll be in Knoxville again together. feel they're so lost and so far away don't be afraid to just make that one second of surrender and change never give up that's all we have to remember is to never give up
existence today, a new reality. So I want to give you a new perspective and the best answer I always like in our correspondence is laser. You really have lost your stuff. Hey, Tammy. Hi to my friends in Germany. Hi to my friends in Brazil, Texas, Ohio, Jerusalem, in Iran, in Gaza Strip, in China, in New Zealand, in the UK, all my friends in Ireland. Hi, Andre, Kiwi. And so, um, okay, um, we're speaking about change and newness. So I, my favorite answer is, hey, Robert, it's good to see you, buddy. Um, is when people say laser, I really don't think you're right. Because you know what? Uh, who knows? No one knows. I'm giving perspective here. We're having a discussion. And discussion, it's not right or wrong. It's let's learn from each other. Let's open up our horizons. But do you know who... Hey, from Indiana. Them Pacers looked good yesterday. And uh, that was a good game. I'm a basketball, I'm a sports fan, so, you know, I try to restrain myself in how much I watch. But um, once, you know, I keep myself healthy, I like to give, keep myself in shape since my sporting days. And I'm, uh, I love the challenge. There's so much to learn from sports, camaraderie, and also, you know, the... You have to have implementation. You have to have consistency. You have to have brotherhood. You have to have work together. And, uh, and so I'm a big sports fan. Anyway, what I was saying about change and being new. We, there's an if most influential... Hey, Jamie, I, I hear that you, you changed. We're changing. We're continually changing, going deeper into the heart center. And that's what it's all about. That's what all it's all about. Being humble enough to let that seed disintegrate into the heart and let our own flower of peace blossom within, deep within our total perspective existence. The most, in, the most important name of all Western society today, it's not Abraham. I don't even think it's Moses. And Jesus, for sure, with all the influence, I'm going to give you a different name that I want you to remember that is responsible for the Bible, good or bad. His name is Yitro. He was from the nation of Midian. He was Moses' father-in-law. And he was the cause that the Bible came to be. You see, Moses was a Hebrew that grew up in the house of Pharaoh in Egypt. And he saw the pinnacle of Western society in its heyday with its all its good and its bad. And when he saw the falsity of it, he yelled and he said, I'm going to throw this house down in certain words. And they kicked him out and he had to go off into the wilderness, and the divine powers sent Yitro, Jethro, Lucia, in, in he, it's Y-I-T-R-O, or Jethro, it had different names, but, you know, Jethro, 
Yitro. You have, you know, I got a guys down in, in Tennessee, Mississippi, they call him Jethro. You know what I'm saying? This is his name because I'm going to tell you, he's the one who caused the writing of the Torah, the Old Testament, and the whole tradition that is Western society today, Ten Commandments, whatever you want to say. I'm, I'm not the one who decides if it happened for real or if it didn't. I'm just giving you a different perspective on things. So Moses goes off and he finds this Midian guru who had known, you see, there was many, before the Bible, there was many deep traditions about what are the gods, what is spirituality, deep wisdoms. And all of them had different versions. And really, when you get to the essence of them, some of them are really saying the same thing. I mean, when you get to Mahavishra and all these deep things, Jainism and all these Zoharistic things, it's really so deep. It's way before Western society. And sometimes we don't even know about that because we all grow up in our little bubble. It's like a communist Chinese guy today in some little thing. His ability to know anything about Islam or Jews or Christians or democracy is so limited, but also we are all limited in the way the story came down to us. Some of us think that like the Bible is the only and the first thing ever, and it's just not. So Yithro had known about all of the spiritualities that were in the world and all the systems. He was a really, he was a real guru type figure. He was Moses' father-in-law, and here Moses takes these slaves out of Egypt, and he's in the desert, and his father-in-law comes, and he sees, you can read it in the Bible, you don't have to listen to me, it's, this is, I'm telling you exactly what's listening, but it's never interpreted this way, you have to be granted to know this interpretation, and I think I've been granted to know this, and I want to explain to you what it's telling us, and what it's really teaching us, not from the controlled people we're trying to make God into money and division. I'm talking about the reality here. So Moses is in the desert with three million people who were just slaves a few days ago, a few weeks ago. And his father-in-law comes bringing his wife and his two children because Moses had left them behind as he went to bring the Hebrews out of Egypt, out of bondage, crossing the Red Sea. And his father-in-law comes and he's heard about the crossing of the Red Sea and he heard about these miracles. But he says, and Moses, what was Moses doing? Moses is thinking he himself is going to sit there and direct these three million people with his own judgment of every situation that comes up. You see, there was no Ten Commandments yet. There was no laws. There was no structure. Go read it. You don't have to believe laser. Go read it. Go read the Parshish Jethro, Yitro in the Bible, and you'll see it come down just like this. This is the most important man of all Western society. His name is Yitro, more than anyone. But you see, the real righteous people, they don't want to be known. They don't want to be, make a, become a celebrity. They don't want to become famous. They don't want to make people their followers. They don't want to have people praise them. You know, this holy teacher I was talking about, when his students asked, well, what do we do after we are self-realized and we become holy? He said, become like thieves. They said, what? Like thieves? He said, yes, don't get caught. Don't get caught in your holiness.
Don't get caught in your total surrender to that. Be careful. Don't do it because the world is seeing it. Just do it for the sake of the truth. And so the real holy ones, they're the ones who are quietly, they're doing it. They're doing it in a way that is quiet. They're not always turning over the tables in the temple. They're not always on a sword and a book, conquering lands. No. Sometimes they're just sitting under a tree and quiet. Sometimes they, you never know who they are. And so Yitro, he comes to Moses and says, you can't, Moses, you can't, you're gonna, you can't by yourself judge these people and help this nation by yourself. First of all, the people will come exasperated by having every situation to, between right and wrong, between man and wife, between family and family, between tribe and tribe. You're going to be the one judging all these. They won't make it. They, and you won't make it. You won't be able to breathe. He, so what Moses says, what should I do? You can go read it. You know, he says, make yourself holy people, people who are worthy, that don't need money, are going to be righteous people, that they'll be the judges of thousands, of hundreds, of tens, and a few big cases take on yourself. And immediately after that, you can go look, and then this is the way you learn the Bible, If for those who wants to learn all the scriptures, it's divinely decreed that if something happens right after something, that means it affected it. So right after Yithro, Yitro, Jethro, tells Moses that you're going to need a system, the system comes down of the Ten Commandments and whatever else was given there. And then Yitro goes away. He says, I'm giving you the seed that you need. I'm giving what you need to do for your people to make this advancement. He doesn't want credit for it. He doesn't want to join it. He's guiding it. And that's what all the big teachers were always doing. They weren't trying to make everyone like them. They were giving advice in different places to who needed to do what. So what you think is this holy Bible that Abraham or Moses or Jesus had created and, and evolved and changed all of Western society, the real one is this dude, Yitro. And Moses, his biggest merit was he was humble enough not to argue. Now you see there are some big people in history lately that they also had a lot of potential and they had some Yitros come to them, but they weren't humble enough to listen and they lost their throne and they threw the world into craziness. They could have listened if they had listened. Hey, Ben, what's up, bro? If they had listened in humility. See, Moses knew that Yitro was trying to help him and the recent Hebrew slaves that were freed. And Moses looked into himself, and from there is the prophecy of Moses saw, yes, this is the framework I will be. But Moses did, was bringing down things that he was teaching to slaves that had been slaves for hundreds of years, and he's giving them a system. He, he even says in his own book, don't, you need in every generation to re, rework this, rethink this for the situation. 
And so the religious people who are the sometimes the small-minded people who they're against women, they're against people who are different colors, they're the ones who hold on to the way it was way back and they don't know how to progress. Now on the other hand, you have the progressors who are in their state of pride and arrogance think only they know and they don't think they need to learn anything and they're trying to rewrite the wheel without the humility to see the genius of a Krishna, even with the peels that are associated with him, the genius of the Buddha, even with the thing problematic things there, the genius of, you see, Jesus was talking about individuality. Jesus was yelling at the system, why you're so locked into your laws, you don't see the beauty of the heart and the individualism, and then this the, the whole religion based on him and his teachings distorted it into this controlling thing, taking away all individuality. So all of us need to come back into the heart center to free it. Just today, remember the Yitros of the world, those people who are changing the world, giving the vitamins to the world. We need the Yitros. We need those Moseses that are humble, I need those Valerie Rutans that she's able to remind me to have the optimistic attitude and to to not be afraid to be myself. And Yale here is, Yale Glazer, she's so inspiring in all of her challenge. She never gives up. And my friend Johnny here, we're all giving each other what we need. Sometimes I have to hear Johnny because Laser Lloyd, if I can, I would be nothing without so many of you here. Straighten me out and keep me on the path, and added so much and so many. I'm so happy that I've been able to help people here get through their own things. So together we're going to do it. So just remember this dynamic of Moses. He sensed there was a truth. He sensed he has to heal, take, fix these slaves. He senses, I got to take these slaves out of Egypt. And he wants to do it, but he's now he's stuck in the desert. And he's trying to do it all himself. And he, he told God, he says, I'm, I, I have a stutter. I, can't, I don't know what to do. And his father-in-law says, let me tell you. And it's, it's really, it's like Moses is like a, a young child. Um, let's say a curious George when you look at the writing and then when you see Yetro's writing, you see Jethro, it's writing like a college professor in the Bible. He says, this is what you do. He says, this is what you do. You have to take men of honor and go in there. Yes, Lucia, we need to trust your gut while at the same time being open to knowing we have other people that are helping us. We have the, my friend Bernie is always giving me those little pieces of wisdom that I need to add to my soup to make it so much better. So Yitro, he comes and he helps Moses with his dream. He gives him a vessel for his light. You see, so many of us, we have such light, but we don't have a proper vessel to hold that light. And so Yitro, he comes to the desert and he says, Moses, you have light and you have yearning, but you don't have a vessel. And so Yitro gives him the Torah, the Bible. Yitro says, come up with the commandments, that you, come up with the book that you can give other people 
of of this nation to learn and help others but he never wanted it to be something that was so stationary that would be so rigid that would be so dark that would be so repressive uh, yes yes beautiful comment my friend jim is making here we have to open up and just keep at the same time we have to know the ultimate knowledge is in the silence of our own being. While at the same time, understanding things about other nations and the history and different perspectives. You know, I have many teachers that I really don't agree with them at all, but I learn things from them, but I for sure would not go down their road. Yet there are things that I'm willing to, in humility, to learn from them that I understand they know that I don't know. And um, I think it's time to play a song. And as we said, Yitro gave a vessel to Moses' light so that that light could be passed on and utilized. It's like he took, he made a, he made a um, outlet in the house that connected to the power plant. Before Yitro, there was only the power plant, but we couldn't use it. So we're a vessel. And yet, Lucia, there's those control freaks, those people who think they know God, they know everything, they know right and wrong. They're only a vessel, and it's lacking such light. Those are the people who, in their, what they think they're fighting for freedom, they're, they're involved with hatred and division, and they don't have any ability to listen to anyone else. And so... Their vessel is so tight that there's so little light there. So I bless you all to know. Um, uh, to know when you need to use someone to help you build your vessel. And when you need, know that there's someone that needs to give you the light. And when you know that you see someone that you know. In a, see Yitro with such love from the depth of his heart. Moses already knew why did he marry his Yitro's daughter because he could see in the daughter wherever this daughter came from. Moses wouldn't have married her if it didn't come from such a deep place. And um, and so, uh, yes, Tony. And so Torah, it only means teaching. Every teaching comes to teach us something. All the holy teachings are our teachings and yet none of the teachings have anything to do with God. All of the holy teachings can point you to your heart center, and yet none of the teachings are holding any grain of sand of God. You'll have to investigate that for yourself. You'll have to investigate it for yourself so this is about sitting on the back porch letting the world with all their foolishness who think that something good is somewhere else let them run you sit on the back porch in peace enjoy what is inside you is temple of bliss enlightenment it's all there already just don't get taken up with this movie.
never gone mad So easy to be happy So everybody said Yeah, to keep on running around the bend Yeah, to keep on running to the big dead end But I'm sitting on the back porch Happy I'm serving the Lord Oh, yes, I am Well, I wake up in the morning Is the time to think Everybody chasing them imaginary things Yeah, to keep on running around the bend Yeah, to keep on running to the big dead end But I'm sitting on the back porch Happy I'm serving the Lord having a good time today is everybody anybody having a good time spread the love push the share button not because we want to make money because we want to make love how do you make love you take your love and you give love every desire which is except for the desire of freedom and the desire to just be your true self is not going to bring good things to yourself and the world so if you're dreaming of love let it be the true love, the love that in the heart. And just say, whatever other things should come to me, may the divine grace bring it my way. If love comes to me, let it be someone who needs my love that I'm going to give, not looking to receive. Just give your love. And if you get, and to know how to receive it, if it comes your way to receive that beautiful love, Whatever type of relationship it is, if it's from a parent, from a friend, from a sibling, from a wife, a husband, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, but do not do it for accept, expecting to receive. Let it be a pure love of giving. So share here, press the share button. Thank you to Lots of Love Records. That's the only record company I could ever have is the company it's called out of Chicago, Lots of Love Records. Bless them, bless Yo, bless Janet, bless Elena, Dave, Dave Avery, and all the other great people of the team that work so hard to spread Laser's message in the music and all of your beautiful messages. So thank you for helping them on the Patreon. I just tell, told them we want this to always be free. They're putting out the new book now. People can get it. And the new album, Tomorrow Never Comes, and there is, um, on laserloid.com is all the music there. And you can join the Patreon to be a, help to be a partner here. I thank you all so much. We're not doing this for financial. We just want the world to be one. We just want people to have peace. Because when you have people 
that are peaceful and internally happy, that's when we have a world that is happy. So I know all of us are very heated about all the topics going on, whether it's COVID, whether it's politics, whether it's religion, whatever it is. Hey, Larry, together we're calming each other. Just know first, bring that peace. And before you're judgmental and critical of the world, take that judgment and that critique on yourself. So much, you know, so much that if we would look, we would see about ourselves that we have to fix. So let's do that and not, not focus on, on, on so much and how we're going to tell other people what they have to fix and what they're doing wrong. Let's play another song here. Remind me of requests I promised last week. <laughs> uh, well, they're a beautiful record company. I'm, we're lucky to have each other. Thank you so much, Jim. Thank you so much, everybody, for taking the journey. Hey, Pugsley, what's going on, buddy? Here for you all. Love you all. We'll speak soon.